show what happened here. Pacific for about an hour each night. We talk about guns. Appreciate everybody who joins the conversation. We've got some hosts. We got Angelina jumping in from California. Thanks for joining us. Hello. And I'm over here in Tucson right now. We've got a bunch of people jumping in right at the beginning of the show, watching it live over on YouTube. Always appreciate that. Then we've got the show simulcast, as always, over on gunchannels.com, where we're watching the text chat over there from the people that watch the show live as well. Pretty soon, we'll start posting this back up on the iTunes, and uh, we'll uh, encourage people that are listening to the show in the future to uh, check out our various uh, accounts on the various platforms and check out some of our old shows. This is episode number 561, and it's Monday. So usually on Mondays, we will talk about behind the scenes, uh, encourage people to create content and give them some inspiration and some education on what to do to do that as easy and as efficiently as cheaply as possible. And then we take a look at the calendar, the shooting events that are coming up, as well as anything else that might come along on our day-to-day topics. But it's Monday, we haven't chatted for a bit, at least on the gun topics. Anything happen overnight or over the weekend? Uh, Something about, I don't know if this is real or fake Facebook or whatever, but something about cops not being allowed to shoot somebody that has an imitation gun. So, like, that. if they pull out, like, you know, an airsoft gun or something, and a cop shoots them, and it's not a real gun, it's an airsoft gun, now the cop is, like, in trouble. Well, I feel like that's how it should be all the time, right? Are you saying, like, some kind of black and white always... The cop is in trouble now. Yeah, well, I mean, like, so if you're running down the street saying you're going to kill someone and you pull up an airsoft gun and a cop doesn't know and they're just going to take the shot because otherwise you're going to kill them. Like, they, like if it's, you know, if they don't know. I'm not... I like, when you put it in that situation, I guess if you're just saying, you know... Yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not saying like, oh, the cop knows you have an airsoft gun, and now they are shooting you. That's right. not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, it's a situation where like they don't fucking know. They're not, you know, they're not. They don't have a good. They just see you have something that looks pretty much like a gun, and you're waving it around at someone. So I don't know if that's real news or fake news. I saw it for like a glimpse, and then. I didn't read the article because <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. Right on. But maybe I, someone else will know in the chat. 
Uh, did you work weekend or uh, have fun on the weekend? Uh, I worked. Mostly did watch some Unsolved Mysteries, but that's for fun. And you did not watch the superhero movie? No, I don't like movies like that. We did have the band chat last night, and uh, I think that was pretty good. So if you want to check that out, always on Gun Channels, and that's on the Gear Website's YouTube channel. All right, so uh, nobody's really saying anything. Just kind of chatting with each other out there in the comments. Uh, Patriots kind of talking about some flags. You guys sell flags over at Owl and Anchor. We do, and we print them ourselves. Got one. Wait. One, I think, and a couple maybe. Actually, I stole some off you when I was there, and then I stole another one off of everybody. Um, when you gave me those ones to give to everybody at Tulsa, I kept one back to give one to like Angry or Heavy or somebody in Arizona, that Arizona flag with a clock on it. Oh, yeah, that's a very coveted flag. Well, I just figured there's no point. Nobody that was in Tulsa from Arizona, if one of them grabbed it, it doesn't even stay in Arizona. So I figured Jimmy and, uh, well, Jimmy mostly stole most of the stuff out of there. So uh, Heavy didn't really have a chance. Uh, anyway, good, decent flag. I like them. They look like the, they don't look crappy. So there you go. They don't look crappy. And, uh, yeah, I mean, they're pretty cool. No, they are. And it we have. You're printing those. Um, that's pretty neat. I imagine back in the day they would have been silk screened. Uh, well, probably embroidered. Well, okay, yeah, but I've seen them like this style or whatever, and they weren't the same. Like they were. Oh, the yeah, probably silk screened. All right. Well, so we're going uh, behind the scenes, I guess, and talking creation of content. Uh, it's one of my things that I'm interested in. I really enjoy seeing people who are uh, getting on to this to the scene, I guess, whatever, figuring it out. Um, I personally come to it from a couple of angles. I've been playing with cameras for a long, long time, you know, way back before the internet or computers or any of that stuff. Uh, my dad had a dark room in the basement, like a little, maybe the size of a bathroom, I guess, in the basement that he put a red light bulb in there and nobody went in there unless you knocked on the door kind of thing. And I guess it must have been a bathroom because there was plumbing in there. And, uh, like I say, it was just uh, a dark room, really, all it was. And there was chemicals in there and stuff. So anyway, we could take black and white pictures and develop them right away and then slide pictures and develop them right away. So I've really been interested in that from a long time ago. And back then, when you're developing, it was a little cheaper. And uh, I was always encouraged to bracket, to take pictures a little bit with the print, you know, the darkness and contrast and stuff a little lighter than I might think I want and then a little darker than I might think I want little out of focus this way a little out of focus that way uh, because it didn't cost that much to take the extra pictures and then that way you were more you had more ammo to use the pun uh, when you got into the dark room and I think that all applies to the digital stuff you take as many pictures as you can and then you got your photoshops and your other software to act as a dark room uh, so anyway the, so I like the photo to photography photography part of it and then when I started playing with computers and stuff I've always just like um the way websites organize information and put information up there in different ways that hopefully make it easier for people to absorb or understand and since we're all different right i don't think 
something like a textbook where it says, here's how some guy somewhere decided the best way to put out this information or the best way to organize it or the best way to summarize it. And here's the best way you get to ingest it. And then everybody has to read that same textbook. That always bothered me because some people, you know, aren't dumb. They just can't read that stupid textbook or they don't understand the way this guy's picture is trying to explain something. So uh, I really find it interesting to see the different ways people explain some of the topics like site picture or, you know, which gun to use or whatever. And then they'll, they'll document their experiences with firearms and stuff. And since, again, everybody's different, everybody gets to experience the different nuances there. So anyway, all that stuff's been interesting to me, and I really like to uh, focus on that. And um, today, we're going to talk about Minuteman University Project again. Um, I spent a little time today. Uh, I didn't really do it in order to uh, get ready for the show, but I guess it kind of worked out. I just wanted to continue working on that project and put some effort into um, filling up the, the site. So. Minuteman University is a concept, a project, but it's also a website. And the website uh, is to uh, help encourage people to uh, figure out what to do with the Second Amendment project online, whether that be funding it or like we just talked about the cameras or maybe the software involved, uh, the um, websites or the social media platforms that you might want to post that content. And then some of the other things like, again, funding it or for all that. So there's different parts of that parts of that website that aren't complete yet. So I went ahead and scheduled another, I guess, five or six um, quick primers, I guess, where we'll go in uh, during the day and address some of these topics. That'll create a video. We'll put that video over on the website to help complete the content there. And then anytime anybody's interested in readdressing any of these topics, uh, again, these are going to be like six to 10, maybe 20 at the minute, at the most 20 minute little uh, informative little blurbs. If somebody wants to get into more detail or if they've had experience with something and they want to ask questions or elaborate on anything, we can always go live uh, on our channels or one of somebody else's channels and uh, set up times to get together as a group and talk about some of these topics like Clover does on Thursdays. So um, I'm talking a lot here, but if everybody's with me, uh, we scheduled a couple of them on uh, just in general guns and social media, just the general topic and some of the things to delve into. We'll just specifically talk about that, um, kind of an outline or an overview. Uh, then uh, making firearms videos and, you know, there's a lot to it. So I guess that'll going to be kind of a primer and kind of be the table of contents for maybe a, another group of videos, perhaps. Uh, building the 2A projects online kind of the same thing, except specifically with 2A projects and not necessarily just on social media, but just online in general. Um, again, there's a lot to it and it evolves over time. Right now we're in a pretty bad time for 2A stuff specifically for whatever reason we're being persecuted. Other times we've just been ignored and every once in a while we get amplified a little bit, like back in the days when the uh, prepper shows were a big deal on TV. Uh, next, we'll get into, I guess this will be on the fourth, we'll get into setting up an online store. There's lots and lots of options out there. We'll talk about just the basics and the overviews of that. And then a uh, similar line for funding projects, we'll talk about the affiliate systems that are out there. These are basically people that will work with manufacturers and distributors. Those distributors and manufacturers give these affiliate systems banners and images and links and things. And then we as content creators go to the affiliate system and we say, 
we're building a project, we'd like to fund it, give us some banners and links and things. We, we include that into our project. And as people who come to our projects as audience decide to either help our project out or because we've referenced something, they use one of the links or one of those images as a banner to head back through the affiliate system to the manufacturer or distributor. Uh, we've then uh, sent them over someone and they give us a thank you with a little bit of a monetary reward. And those systems can be as uh, simple as a little banner over here, or they can be as elaborate as some of the actual arrangements and um, I guess arrangements or uh, relationships that people have with manufacturers. And you can use an affiliate system to quantify that. So you could have a handshake at SHOT Show and then use an affiliate system to follow through on that. And they can use it as a way to follow through and paying you incrementally for your efforts. So we'll talk about all those different kinds of subjects. And then again, if the people have more um, as the weeks go on, we'll try to do these things on a periodic basis. And I guess what I was thinking about is uh, taking these as I do them and putting them into the schedule for the Daily Gun Show. And then uh, whatever we talk about here, we can kind of elaborate on a little bit on the Daily Gun Show if everybody's interested. All right, well, that definitely sounds, sounds like some stuff to catch. Yeah, super boring, but I keep doing it. Um, well, should we move on to our second thing of the day, or? Sure. All right, yeah. well, <laughs> what it, there's nothing there. Oh, I thought you were going to talk about this. This? Yeah. Okay, member of the day today, well, YouTube channel of the day is Big Gunner 81 So everyone should check out Big Gunner stuff. Have you ever watched one of Rick's shows by any chance? Uh, I don't think I have. Have you met Rick? No, where would I meet him? I don't know, Chat Show? Mm-mm. Um, probably a Chat Show. But uh, yeah, he's a good guy. He drives all around, uh, or he goes all around um, to the various events and stuff. He used to live in Illinois. Now he lives, I think, in North Dakota. And now it's been the uh, 3D printing. So anybody that's following him, I think mostly he does the um, uh, Instagram over YouTube. Uh, but he does do his Tuesday shows over on Gun Channels. Uh, we have a link in the description there. And I guess I could throw one out here as well. And uh, we're encouraging people to check out everybody's YouTube channels. They're all members of gun channels, but, um, you know, with the YouTube persecution and whatnot. Why isn't it letting me send my own link? And then, uh, yeah, all these gun-related channels can use all the support they can get. And maybe people could even share that around, let people know that he's a good guy. He's like, oh, I see. It's at 9 o'clock. Right, sign in again. There uh, so for a second topic, we'd normally be, well, the first topic usually just talking about what we did for the week. So I don't know if we really have a second topic. I don't know what happened with the topics thing here. Um, dang, I thought I had some other stuff written in here. I guess I didn't. I just put it up on my uh, tabs here at the top. So I got the link out for Rick now, and I can be less distracted on that. And we can talk about... Gun 
Well, do we have a gunshot? Uh, no. Um, I don't think I'll do a gunshot today. We'll do every second matters today, which isn't really a gunshot, but it is coming up. So what is today? The 30th. So that means Wednesday will be every second matters. And that always seems to sneak up on us. Uh, it's a website. We'll come back to that. I don't know. That's a good question. Hopefully, at least it's around. Um, it's a awareness campaign that we started as a group in the end of 2013. We had had quite a bit of struggle in 2000 and the end of 2012 with the uh, Sandy Hook, and then uh, the uh, basically posturing at the beginning of 2013. And there was quite a bit of mm, camaraderie. All the organizations seemed to just uh, join arms and stand as a united front. All the individuals out there, at least from our perspective, as the people on YouTube uh, with you know doing the live chats and uh, monitoring comments on channels with lots of uh, people that were active, uh, we could see that there was a lot of grassroots activism. People got up and said, no, hell no. And uh, as during throughout that 2013, then uh, subsequent little attacks or little pushes were met with consistent unity, and everyone said no. And we were you know, highly aware; everybody was on high alert, and it was uh, it was inspirational. It was a really fun time. Unfortunately, it was bad circumstances, but it was uh, invigorating. And I shouldn't say fun isn't a good word. It was invigorating to see that people could work together. And anyhow, towards the end of 13. A lot of us were still on that uh, ride of um, the, ex the excitement, I don't know, the exhilaration of having so many people um, work together and without um, really any coaxing or any subterfuge. Everybody just saw an obvious opponent and we all worked together and it was, it was a good time. So uh, like I say, the comments, everybody who's watching this chat or watching it in the future knows the dynamic we have with the uh, ability to do these live chats and to have an audience. And it was just a, a real creative time. Uh, and YouTube started to kind of flex its muscle a little bit. They were, I guess, scared of Facebook and they were pushing everybody over to Google Plus. Um, so all of that kept us aware that these platforms are not forever, they're not permanent. And, um, and they certainly weren't pro-gun. So anyway, all those things kind of came together. We had a lot of discussions that were pro-activism and pro-2A, and we thought about ways that we could keep the conversation going. And what we eventually came up with was this concept to talk about the Second Amendment deliberately on the second day of every month. Uh, in addition, we came up with the logo, which I guess is on the screen now, which is just the word every. The I guess, what do you call it when there's a number in the middle of a word? I guess second, you know, 2ND, and then matters spelled out as well and a, just a simple logo that uh we put on shirts and patches and hats i guess and it wasn't a money-making thing as much as just a, a non in your face type of gun thing something that could be subtle that someone could wear to a school that was gun friendly or on or anti-gun they could wear it to a work uh, to an office or something and uh it wouldn't be in your face nobody would get offended nobody would get kicked out or asked to wear their shirt inside out but if someone asked what it was you had the opportunity then to have a conversation with them about what it means and why you wear it and that was the goal is to start conversations uh, and if it wasn't a perfect time to have a conversation you could archive that and the next time you were 
busy driving down the road or something uh bored you know you had an opportunity to say hey remember that time you asked me about that patch i was wearing or that shirt i was wearing let's talk about the second amendment and it's an, a way to have conversations that aren't in reaction to politically motivated agenda-based broadcasting or coverage of tragedy where we as gun owners seem to be defending an atrocity so this was a way to have a conversation in our terms with people when we felt like it was valuable and worthwhile and i think it's a valuable thing we've done it for now for i think five years it'll be five years pretty soon and uh lots of people have been involved since the beginning thank you to all of those people you know who you are a lot of people have been around you know somewhere along the line and continue to do it plenty of people just saw the concept never came around to a live chat and i like to think that a lot of people just saw the concept and went hey that's neat and then maybe they think about the second amendment they think about that those crazy yahoos that hang out with yankee who uh are wasting time on the internet but if they're thinking about the second amendment it keeps it out there and our goals accomplished so it's nothing more than that an awareness campaign there's no organization to it other than we get together on the second of the month I guess back two years ago now, somebody talked me into putting it up as a fancy website, and it was an experiment to try something with the uh, same platform that I built the every, uh, gun channels on. And it was a worthwhile project, and we have a lot of stuff over there. And we're going to be continuing our efforts to uh, utilize the platform uh, with the goal of not creating more static, but instead to eliminate some of the static there's a lot of organizations putting out a lot of good info and unfortunately the antis have figured out that if they bombard us with just actions everywhere and bills and and different uh you know attacks then they wear everybody down by just getting frustrated with the sheer number of things we have to be aware of and all it's going to really take is a little resistance to that attack they'll get frustrated because it can't be easy to do that and uh, once they figure out it's ineffective uh, they'll go on to the next thing more than likely, but hopefully the next thing isn't guns. So uh, it's an effort to uh, eliminate some of that noise. And uh, I think with the potential we have with gun channels and the early watch project specifically, and the uh, efforts of people kind of zoning out and doing the you know zone by zone, state by state, I think that uh, when we mix that together with every second matters, we'll have uh, a crowd-based effort, a crowd effort to uh, resist some of the Bloomberg money. And when you got passion and interest behind what you're doing uh, and we're doing what's right, uh, no matter what Bloomberg pays the staff, he'll never be able to keep up on what we're doing. Our people aren't interested in going home because it's five o'clock PM. We're interested in making sure that our voices are getting out there and that the people are showing up at these two way rallies. And I think there's evidence that it's, you know, us along with everybody else are having, you know, we're winning, we're, we're getting, we're making strides. The rallies are getting larger. That's every second matters. I don't know. Have you been? How long have you been aware of every second matters? Uh, probably about maybe three. Years. <clears throat> Has it been a thing that long? Because I've had this every the. When did the glowy every second matters patch come out? Because about then. Whenever um, we go there, I think we oh. No, I didn't put that up there. I think I have a history of every second matters. It's dumb. It's underneath like E2M or story of E2M. Oh, I don't know where it is. Somewhere I went through one day and oh, it's under about E2M. No, it isn't. Um, 
Oh, no, I can't find it. Somewhere I went through and listed all the different podcasts. And it might be in there. And then I think somewhere on the old store, I used to keep track of which which uh, order the patches came out in. Off the top of my head, though, I don't remember. It's been a while since the glow-in-the-dark ones came out. That was the first glow-in-the-dark patches I did, I think. Uh, well, that's when I got... Uh... That's when I became aware of every second matters. So I've had that patch for a pretty long time. I know, and I see people wearing it. One time we were uh, driving, and uh, the kid, Joe's kid, was driving in the back seat, and uh, in the cop car. So in the cop car, I've got a bunch of patches up on the headliner, and he goes, "Oh, every second matters." He goes, "After what he said," and then I was like, "You know what that means?" He goes, "Oh, of course." And uh, it was funny. I forget exactly what he said now, but he's like, "It means two things." And one of them was, like, we're all winners because even second place counts or something. <laughs> oh, like, nice. And then I forget what the other one was. I think he was like, uh, he was like, every second matters, like, you always keep trying. Like, just, you know, you can always try again or something like that. I was like, all right. Well, neither one of those are bad, but they're not quite what, we, what it is. Yeah, that's not it, but that's still pretty good. All right, looks like Patriot cut out. So, uh that's two of our things, our two of our segments down for today. Normally, we try to feature a gun shop every day, but I'm in the uh, transition transition time now. So uh, as I transition out of that, I will get time to uh, schedule a dang shows out here again. And we've got plenty of shows that we were covering on the California tour, as well as the t last Tulsa tour, and then, of course, the big tour last year. And we'll be addressing or revisiting some of those shows as well as efforting to get some of those shop owners on as uh, guests and interview them, talk about what it's like to own a gun shop in various parts of the country. That'd be cool. I'd be interested in hearing that for sure. So I'm going to close the minute, man. We talked about that and stay tuned. I think actually tomorrow those start. Is tomorrow the first? Uh, and Yep. So tomorrow we'll be talking about guns on social media and the issues there. If anybody wants to join us, that'll be at 2 p.m. my time, which I believe makes it 5, p or 5 p.m. Eastern. So I guess that'll kind of start out some of the earlier shows or some of the primetime shows. Uh, one of the other things we like to do on this show is talk about history and give you some um stuff to talk about that happened in a timely matter since it happens in the middle of the night. We sometimes talk about yesterday. We sometimes talk about tomorrow, depending on what part of the country you live in. I'm looking through this boring one over here. There is some stuff in there, it looks like. But the 30th, which is today for me and yesterday for some of you, I think, is uh, National Military Brats Day. Have you ever heard of that? I have not. Congress said to say today each day. Congress set aside a day each year as National Military Brats Day so Americans can say thank you to those patriots, young and grown, for their dedication and sacrifice in service to their country. So the kids of service members who get yanked all around the country, we've all heard of that concept, right? Kids that never get to grow up anywhere. Yes. So that's kind of cool that the military, they've got all kinds of different days, but uh, I think it's pretty neat that you know, they don't need to take a minute and think about that stuff, but they do. And that's one of those things that people go, yeah, we always feel about, we feel about stuff. Well, somebody with feelings came up with that and made the government do it. So 
That's why it's a melting pot, right? Some of that stuff's okay. Some of it. All right, so then we have another thing that we missed yesterday. Did we did it? Oh, no, we didn't do a show yesterday, so I can't feel bad. So yesterday was 29th, and yesterday was the beginning of, you know what yesterday was? 1992? Six days long? Uh, no. Widespread looting, arson, killings? Oh, oh, you mean... Oh, oh. You mean the, uh, the, the L.A. riots? Yeah, so nothing to be... Like the Sublime huh? song. That's the song that we should have used. Fail. Probably should have, yeah. Fail. Well, so it's nothing to celebrate for sure, but um, yeah, I just did the tour of L.A., and I was talking to Angelina about where I could get a picture of sunrise, right? I was It was night, and I wanted to get a picture of sunrise, and wherever you put me towards the, whatever, the east side, the west side of the downtown, um, right. in basically Koreatown. It was just right near Koreatown, at least. And uh, you suggested that I check out the L.A. riots, and that was brilliant because I had just been in Phoenix and watching that angry parade where they wanted all our rights taken away. And one of their chants was, why would you need an AR-15? And the L.A. riots are perfect. They're an excellent example because they happened most of our lifetimes uh, as to why someone might need an AR-15. And it's a great story. Uh, not a great story. It's a great story of the Second Amendment saving lives. We'll put it that way. Um, I don't think we got to get into it tonight, but it was a six-day event. Started on April 29th. I visited the place where it started and some of the places in Koreatown where it kind of, the, the what would you call like the spread of rioting ended. And that's doing 100% to AR-15s, not in the hands of the police, which left the area, but in the hands of the Koreans on top of the restaurant, on top of their businesses that... Um, often get mocked, but are literally a reason why uh, an AR-15 is completely necessary. It would been a lot different if somebody was waving around a revolver in the air. Right. Uh, six days up till May 4th. So uh, something to think about. I don't know. Were you even alive in 92? Yeah, I was alive in 92. I remember, like, so I lived in the San Fernando Valley, and we were, you know, kind of a good di- – we're still in L.A. County – but kind of a good distance from downtown, but it started coming up towards us. So like we couldn't really play outside. That was like totally a thing. And then I remember the LAPD going down the streets, telling you to go inside or whatever curfews in effect at like six o'clock or whatever it was. So yeah, I was alive and I had like a memory that's crazy. I can remember it as well. And um, yeah, it was pretty freaky because the uh, new media, one of the reasons I hate the media, right, is because of this kind of shit. Actually, now that I think about it, uh, they were feeding on this. They were just like your cartoon evil, like whatever, scientists, like giggling. You could just see them counting the money and and giggling about this happening and they were inciting i mean they talk about my video on youtube describing a book is inciting violence these these the the media was as much responsible for the situation as the criminals i would say because the criminals were criminals before the riot they're criminals during the riot they're probably still criminals depending on how you want to look at it 
unless they've changed their lives or whatever. But for the most part, they were criminals sitting in their houses until they watched TV and saw helicopters shown down that the police were in the perimeter. So the police were involved in that too. But the police having evacuated the area would have been one thing. The criminals, you know, being evil people would have been one thing. But the helicopters above it shining down in real time, letting the bad people know that the idiot police were way over there. Uh, that wasn't a great combination of stuff. So I think if, uh, you know, you think of a fire needs fuel and it needs oxygen and that doesn't need heat. You know, they were the heat. You know, you don't just put oxygen and fuel together and see spontaneous combustion. So uh, the bad guys and the police lived together every single day. Something happened in that riot that was different. So, uh, yeah, they uh, weren't satisfied with, with L.A. burning for six days. They were trying to imply that it was going to happen all over the country and that we were doomed as, a, as an experiment in democracy and uh, the democratic republic that we are. So uh, I think it's an interesting thing to keep aware of. And, you know, we're going to do our best on this show and I do it on Instagram and on other projects to try to keep people aware of these things that I'm sure they're not going to bring up. And if they are, they're going to bring it up in a whole different way. And they're going to talk about how the police or the police state are the jackboots that uh, beat the shit out of people in South Central L.A. to the point where, uh, you know, tensions were so high that when Rodney King happened, everything started to snap. Then they went down to that one uh, intersection and beat the crap out of a kid and then ran away. And that emboldened a, a mob and that turned into a massive riot that lasted six days. So I guess we did talk about it for a little while, but uh, it's something that shouldn't be ignored. And um, the same people are going to suggest that, that the, the disenfranchised people of South Central L.A. Uh, shouldn't have been persecuted by the police. And I, I'm not disagreeing. Uh, it's going to try to suggest the same people are going to jump the gap of logic and say that those uh, disenfranchised people in Koreatown shouldn't have been able to own small and long arms that prevented mob rule from raping and arsoning and killing uh, the neighborhoods since they did, you know, that happened. So uh, anyway, that was LA riots. I don't know when Ferguson was, but as soon as the anti you're talking to about the LA riots it tells you that that was ancient history, then ask them how long ago Ferguson was. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> I think there's also like some kind of thing on it where if you know someone who is from LA you give them presents on this day. Never heard of that. That's and then like multiple days or something. Oh, you know what? I think I got presents from you today. So you did participate in that. Oh, so did that get there already? I sent that like Saturday. Yeah. I'm yeah, I'm pretty sure. Well, there you go. You're welcome. So everybody yeah. else who didn't send a girl presents for LA Riot Day. All right, so where were we at? That was this day in history, and then we talked about Brat's Day. Ugh, there. And, oh, did we talk about this on the 26th? I don't think we did, probably because it's Maggie. Uh, gun possession near schools not restricted. Oh, I think we did talk about that. So going back to the other more boring sometimes history, uh, 408. So the year 408, Theodosius II secedes throne to Constantinople. Hmm. What happened today? 1486, Christopher Columbus convinced 
convinces Queen Isabella to fund the expedition to the West Indies. I feel like I should get some pointers from that guy, and I could fund the... the yeah, do he pretty much... When you think about it, you and Christopher Columbus basically do the same thing. No, I want to. I'm more like Johnny Appleseed, dropping little lead seeds. Freedom. All right. So the state. uh, Boring, 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 boring. The luxury land of Lusitania leaves New York Harbor. Is that even a thing? Didn't even crash yet. So it seems like they're trying to pull extra history out of there. Ew. Today in 1927, Hitler held his first Nazi meeting. So today was the first Nazi meeting. Probably some holiday for Nazis. Probably, yeah. But today, I mean, I don't like that. 1948, North Korea is established. That is May 1st. Yeah. Today's May Day, isn't it? May 1st? Mayday, yeah, Mayday. Uh, 1960, Francis Powers U-2 biplane was shot down over Russia. That was 1960. 61, Castro announces no more elections. Oh, 1970, Kent State University riot. Uh, Not good. American, their kids were protesting in the American invasion of Cambodia. And I don't know what this says. They're reporting the Chernobyl nuclear power plant accident, but I think that was the other day. I think we talked about that before, right? Um, 2011, today in 2011, 1st of May, May Day, 2011, Osama bin Laden killed by seals in pakistan operation neptune spear oh that was today yep obama got, or jesus osama bin laden that's killed was Pakistan. killed by obama seals and well, Se- you all said obama was in charge of it at the time well nobody was born it was any good uh, John Graham, inventor of the first naval aircraft carrying ship and first man to film a total eclipse of the sun. That's interesting. 1878, James Graham, inventor of the first naval aircraft carrying ship and the first man to film a total eclipse of the sun. Isn't that a song? Total eclipse. Oh, no, it's total eclipse of the heart. Never mind. All right. So now we're going to jump through the... Uh, <clears throat> Uh, let's see. I was in Missouri during Ferguson at Leonardwood. Who's saying that? Uh, Troy. Okay. Leonardwood's where I went to basic. I don't know he says ALC. something or other. Is he an MP? Usually MPs and engineers went to Leonardwood. I don't know. Pants is saying happy dead Osama day. I like that. Thank you, Pants. But I noticed that you didn't wish me a happy riot day. And let's see what's happening on the... Oh, look at how many YouTube people are out there. How many we got? Oh, uh, Lockjaw saying George Washington was sworn in April 30th, 1789. That's late. They must not have had elections at the same time. 
So you guys need to look up the song First of May by Jonathan Colton. I don't know who that is. You heard of that song? First of May by Jonathan Colton? I don't think so, no. It's probably some, like, scam. It's going to be like an open-faced hot dog. Virus. All right, so... Um, lost my page. All right. All right, well, I guess that's it. So, so that's it. That's the Daily Gun Show. I feel like I can't keep up on the chats because it's going too Please tell the song. How do we look up this song? We can't really, can we? Mm, I've never heard of it before. I've never heard of it before. Let me, uh, you know, I'll look it up, but I won't play it out loud. Um, anyway, what's going on tomorrow? Uh, that's not my kind of song. Joke? What's Joko? So tomorrow will be Monday the first or Tuesday the first, and it'll be. Second Amendment Tuesday, so we'll be, talk, be talking about every Second Matter stuff because it's coming up, and I don't know which what state should we do the state of the state. Uh, what about a good state like Wyoming? Yeah, there you go. Have we done Wyoming already? Not that I know of. So we'll do say the state of Wyoming, and we'll probably talk about a gun shop from Wyoming. Maybe that'd be fun. I've been to a gun shop Wyoming a long, long time, and it was in people's houses mostly. That's interesting. All right. So, uh, with all that, I think we will say thanks everybody for joining us, watching and listening, as Bob would say. And uh, yeah, appreciate all the thumbs. And uh, anybody who's listening after the fact, appreciate it. Remember to, I guess, like us on the YouTube while it still exists. Uh, we're at 700 subs over there, so once we get to a thousand, we can beg you for money every show with the uh, the free money button over there. And uh, I guess mainly it lets us in bed easier or something. I don't know. There's some level if you get to a thousand. We're not all that ambitious. I did check out GunTube today, so people are familiar with GunTube. Night Strike built that, and uh, it's smooth. It's just frustrating that uh, you know we would our show being daily would kind of kill it just doesn't have a real big server over there yet, but I know he's efforting on that and uh, let everybody know to uh, look forward to that. It's going to be pretty cool. And we'll be one of the first to move our show over there and off of this stupid YouTube. So um, tomorrow is Tuesday. I think we started talking about it. It'll be uh, something in the morning, potentially early watch. And uh, in the uh, usually the midday on knives or one of the others will launch a lobby, an open room. And anybody can join in and talk about guns or ask questions or answer questions if you like. Then uh, towards the afternoon, we're going to be doing that um, first of the, well, first of this week's Minuteman Universities. Uh, what's tomorrow? Tuesday. So Ghost, I guess, is first. Nice Drake and Smeggy, if he's around. Smeggy probably shows up for that show. They do oh, not us. Our uh, member of the day, Big Gunner. Is so it's his show tomorrow afternoon and he, or tomorrow evening, I guess. And uh, it's always a good show. He's he uh he keeps acting like he doesn't put much effort into it, but he does. 
and uh, it shows, and it's a pretty good mix of people, and uh, they bring some interesting stuff to the uh, conversation. And uh, then we'll follow it up, all those all those warm-up shows, set the stage, and then we, we knock all the pins down with our show here. That's how we do. We do. Thanks. What happened to this music? That's weird. All right, well, with that, we're going to say, I don't know, do you have a quote? Uh, quote. No, I don't. All right. Well, with that, we will uh, talk tomorrow. It's eleven fifty nine at Radio Free America. Guys and gals, go to websites.com. Encourage you to take a CCW class every year. Practice at least once a month and carry every day. Thanks for watching. Gun websites. <laughs>